Welcome to Five Star Weekly. Joseph returns, and Atlanta United look exciting, but the result remains the same. Can Atlanta experience a new head coach bump? Getting all that more coming up. Welcome to the show, Five Star Fam. I'm AJ, and wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. This segment is sponsored by Thinking Man Tavern, a cozy Decatur neighborhood pub. Grab a tasty beverage from a wide variety of selections and a plate of something delicious from the menu. To go, check out Thinking Man Tavern. Five-Shot fam, I'm not even sure how many videos I've made this week, but it's been a busy one, and it's a great time to tell you about our Patreon. We have some amazing tiers over there at patreon.com slash ATLUTDFanTV. Go check us out and support us from a grassroots level. We would love to see you there. But guys, let's get into the match review. And we played FC Cincy on Wednesday and yeah, uh, another draw. But this one felt a little bit different for sure. I mean, uh, new manager or new interim head coach rather in Rob Valentino. And uh, also Joseph, uh, kind of assistant coach. Uh, if you caught the broadcast, uh, basically... Valentino uh, actually mentioned that uh, assistant coach Joseph Martinez would actually tell uh, Valentino when he was actually probably going to come on uh, in jest, of course. But yes, Joseph did return in the second half. But uh, yeah, in that first half and in that starting 11, we did see a Jackson Conway uh, debut as a starter. Uh, and also, yeah, we had uh, Ronald Hernandez start his first MLS match as well, and it was what a uh, what a debut in that sense uh, from him. In uh, the goal that he scored, it was definitely a banger. But uh, yeah, we unfortunately we go down against FC Cincy, uh, and that's where yeah, I mean it's a familiar. Uh, kind of trope that we've kind of gone on on the road and yeah we were able to pull it level with that Ronald Hernandez uh, second half goal and yeah it kind of came when Joseph Martinez did come on and was pretty much occupying those center backs and with some clever interplay from Mulraney and Lennon uh, and Lennon was able to get to the byline put in a cross and Chope, uh, or Chope Chole, rather, uh, yeah, whiffed at his chance to level it, but Ronald Hernandez was there on a little bit of that deflection from Chole to make no doubt of it and puts it in the back of the net yeah, at the near post with a plum. But uh, basically, though, both goalkeepers in this match were standing completely on their head. Uh, Vermeer for FC Cincy definitely made some key stops, and so did Can. Uh, Can definitely, you know, making a shout in a in a sense, at least uh, you know, shot stopping wise, to be our number one keeper. Uh, you know, it's one of those. Some people were calling for uh, basically Goose to be uh, let go at some point. You know, probably in the off season, or they want him to retire or something, and you know, us just play Can. Obviously, yeah, there was a little bit of, uh, I think, uh, you know, a reason why you see Can possibly as more of the backup, as, uh, yeah, he wasn't exactly the most assured at his feet, 
but he definitely, uh, I think, shot stopping wise, did the job. And yeah, you know, there were some moments that were a little shaky, but he got through it with no problem. Uh, but his teammates really didn't do him any favors either with some balls that essentially, uh, yeah, you know, pass it back to him and he has no options. It's kind of a little bit rough. But uh, obviously, in MLS, you know, distribution, it's not maybe the uh, the biggest thing that a keeper needs to do, but for an Atlanta United side, of course, that wants to keep possession, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a thing that I think the keeper is expected more to do. But either way, uh, I think some standout performers of this match was definitely Marcelino Moreno. Uh, yeah, he pretty much controlled the middle of the pitch. You can see, you know, when you give the ball to him, and when Valentino gives him the instructions of drive at opposing defenses and don't be afraid to take risks and take shots, I mean, you saw him basically uh, kind of uh, pretty much take over this game a little bit. Uh, I believe he created seven chances and he definitely, you know, on uh, some set pieces, he put a ball that just skimmed that crossbar and it's one of those I mean he uh, he was very close I think uh, to you know putting putting that in and also uh, you know from a good distance as well he also put in Jackson Conway with this beautiful through ball and Conway unfortunately yeah it just wasn't his night in front of goal uh, yeah I mean with his feet maybe uh, with the decision making to make instead of uh, just more instinctual yeah, it's uh, unfortunately, he didn't make the right decision, I think, on his one-on-one -on -one chance with Vermeer. He pretty much struck it right at him with his left foot. Possibly had an option to his right, but uh, yeah, either way, uh, Conway missed a couple of quite good chances in this match that uh, really would have made it a different type of um, match altogether if we had gotten the three points. Uh, we had 22 shots on... Uh, well, we had 22 shots and nine on target. I think that, uh, yeah, no doubt is a season high. And, uh, yes, with the caveat that it is FC Cincy that we played against and, uh, which they are not a good defense. Uh, even though we have, you know, four bang on starters that didn't start this match because of international duty, it still is. Yeah. We, and plus Joseph Martinez and all that. I mean, we definitely, uh, you know, we're missing some guys too. So I think it is uh, quite even at the end of, uh, you know, guys that we're missing and how poor their defense is. I think it's a good sign in how Valentino wanted us to play, which was to take risks and uh, to be able to pretty much play with some freedom, which is what you expect, uh, especially when he's saying, you know, the type of team and the type of uh, coach he wants to be is to be very supportive and to be human being uh, for these players. And so I think you saw that for sure in this match where, you know, the players responded and hopefully they continue uh, to play in this manner where they're creating chances and, you know, pretty much just allowing the game to kind of, uh, you know, come to them and, you know, take those chances as the as it comes. And you saw that, uh, you know, Jake Mulraney, he, uh, you know, looked very hungry as well, uh, you know, took some shots on, was a little bit more selfish instead of as passive. Uh, you definitely saw some, some guys that, yeah, I mean, you know, apparently 
there were 10 players on the pitch that took a shot. And that's what you want to see is, you know, you want to be able to, uh, you know, be that unpredictable. And I think you saw that in this match. Hopefully it continues. Uh, unfortunately for uh, FC Cincy's goal, it was, yeah, definitely a little bit of a breakdown on defense. And also, you know, arguably Lucho Acosta, should he have been on, should he have been, uh, you know, carded a couple times maybe for not only some, uh, some questionable um, you know, tackles, but also for his complete and utter just dive uh, with his little interaction with Santiago Sosa. And so, uh, yeah, very utterly embarrassing, I think, on Acosta's end. Uh, I think our, uh, our resident tweeter, Chris, on Twitter, he said uh, Acosta is going for the Oscar, and there's no doubt he was, uh, he was trying his piece out because he knew, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, if... You know, the keeper wasn't equal to it. It definitely was going in. And, uh, you know, it's something that even when he's, you know, not even really match fit, he's able to produce some quality like that. You know, it's definitely, I think, some signs of them, some things to come. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, FC Cincy, I think, come off of this one a little bit more frustrated than Atlanta United are. Uh, especially when we come from a losing position as well. But, uh, yeah, you know, Ronald Hernandez, he scored his first club goal. Uh, that was fantastic for him. Alec Can had five saves. And Machop Chol, he did receive a, an uh, assist for that uh, little touch right before Ronald Hernandez uh, struck into the back of the net. But, uh, yeah, so... One post-match quote that was, I think, uh, really interesting was that Hernandez said that he's gotten a lot closer to his compatriot, Joseph Martinez, and that they now have a special relationship. Uh, Joseph, he said, quote, has seen me work and, now, and how I've fought for this opportunity. It's a moment of happiness and satisfaction for both of us. And uh, yeah, obviously they've played together on the Venezuelan national team as well. But yeah. So we'll wrap up the FC Cincy match review. And uh, yes, our next match will be against the Columbus Crew on Saturday. And we'll have that match preview later on in this episode. So guys, let's get into the news. And yes, so uh, according to La Nacion, the allegations against Gabriel Hainsey were categorically denied by his side. They suggest that the motivation for leaking that false information may be an attempt to legally cover up the reasons for the firing. Uh, interesting. Very interesting there. Uh, and in Hainsey's closest circles, according to La Nacion, he said that the allegations in the media are a smear campaign. And uh, wow. I mean, yes, there's always two sides to a story. And yeah, well, you know, while uh, the Athletic did kind of uh, go in depth a little bit more into that uh, you know the Watergate thing only happened once, and apparently it didn't happen again. And it was more for uh, kind of simulating match uh, conditions in how much water intake that these players could get. Uh, it still is. I mean, you know, you have multiple instances of uh, you know not only Hainsey with uh, some infractions, MLSPA having to intervene, but also you know you have. Hainsey with him being with his staff not very communicative towards the rest of the Atlanta United staff and club uh, and plus the results just simply were not there I mean 
it's uh, I think reason enough. You know, you're not really needing uh, you know a complete uh, you know just a you know list of reasons why that are just like oh yeah black and white. Of course, you know this is uh, yeah you absolutely should be should be fired if uh, you know you don't match these. Uh, XXX criteria, but uh, yeah, moving on from that, according to The Athletic, uh, one current LA United player said that after Emerson Hyman's ACL tear that, quote, they broke Hyman. They're killing it. They're killing the guys with two practices a day, and then the staff haven't given a day off in weeks. I mean, that's really damning. Uh, you know, basically, there are some players that uh, feel very strongly about how uh, Hainsey's practices are now. Who is that Atlanta player? We won't find out probably, but uh, you know, I mean, you know, I think one doesn't have to look too far from maybe even just Joseph Martinez for saying that because uh, I can imagine he would say something like that. But uh, yeah, uh, moving on from that, according to La Pasión Atlanta, uh, yeah, uh, it was said that instead of accepting the coach's decision. Joseph decided to play his chips and put the fans on his side. On the New England match day, one could see the strategic move had given results. Fans showed their support for Martinez, the idol and historic goal scorer of the club. Interesting indeed. Yeah, I mean, he definitely, I think, did play his chips a little bit in that, uh, yeah, he spoke to Felipe Cardenas of The Athletic, and he did say that, uh, you know, apparently he... Uh, told the team that he was going to leave at the end of 2021. And then, you know, I think you definitely have some placating to fans after Hainsey was let go. And in his pre press conference, he uh, pretty much says everything that the fans want to hear. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's like a little bit like Mesut Ozil of uh, Arsenal uh, back when. The, uh, you know, the, the I think... Uh, the relationship with fans is just really, really smart on the players' end here. And, you know, you have pretty much Joseph Martinez knowing exactly what to say when he's on camera or uh, when he's on the record. And so it's, yeah, very, very smart on his end. Uh, but anyway, moving on from all that, uh, Fernando Mesa is now with Nakaxa again. Uh, his loan ended with Defensa e Justicia. And he has now apparently caught on with the Mexican club. And so, uh, yeah, that is for that is it for the news. And we'll get into the match preview. And so this Saturday, Columbus Crew at 3.30 at the Benz. It will be, yeah, the reigning MLS Cup champions come to town. And, uh, yeah, they're maybe not as, uh, you know, full strength as they normally are, but they are still a very dangerous side. And Donington Nagby is, yeah, I mean, someone that uh, we all love, but also someone that we do not really want to see at the Benz on Saturday. But, uh, yeah, they are a very talented group, very, uh, you know, very deep. And I think, uh, you know, they're that type of club that uh, they'll not only play in the Campeones Cup, but they're a club that definitely has another shout at winning MLS Cup again. But uh, yeah, last season they finished third place in the Eastern Conference and they defeated the Seattle Sounders in the MLS Cup. Now, uh, getting into some key acquisitions from their offseason, Kevin Molino, he was uh, widely regarded as the top free agent in the market and he had and he signed with Columbus in the offseason. 
Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips, this just speaks to their depth. I mean, yeah, the league's sixth leading all-time uh, scorer, he uh, had eight uh, goals and six assists in, uh, yeah, 1,084 MLS minutes last season. And now he's their backup forward. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's just crazy the type of depth that they have right now. And Alexandru Matan, a uh, Romanian youth international, is another addition to their incredibly deep attack. And their uh, key loss is Yunus Mokhtar, and he's the really only semi-regular player to depart from last year's cup-winning team. So, yeah, they definitely have not lost very many big players. And so they're definitely, you know, they were the best team in MLS last year if you're going by MLS Cup. And, yeah, they uh, they have this style with Caleb Porter. They have this ideology, and they're at least too deep at every position. They are going to be very tough, even with guys out. And, uh, yeah, it's hard to see very many weaknesses in this squad. But, uh, yeah, either way, though, in their last six, they haven't exactly played the best they have only one win four draws and one loss so you know they're still mortal in that sense uh but for us we've been alternating losses and draws uh, and so hopefully it does not really alternate back into another loss uh hopefully we get that kind of head coach bump but uh the last six matches between us uh yeah i mean there's only been six but columbus have won four of them with 11 goals, Elena have they've only won two, and it's been eight goals. And they last played us to a 2-1 win against us uh, on November 11th of 2020. So, yeah, I mean, they're a team that they are, they're just really good at a lot of facets. I mean, good aerially, they're good at taking long shots, and they're good from free kicks. They're, they're just very, very strong to so many degrees. Uh, but, you know, it's something that, uh, you know, we'll have to deal with over the weekend in how, whoever plays. Uh, it's going to be a very tall task. But, uh, yeah, in terms of some of the players to watch, Lucas Zalarian, he uh, pretty much was everything he was hyped up to be last season. And he was named the MLS Cup MVP in his first season. And he had two goals and five assists in their four playoff games. So he is a big game player for sure. Uh, of course, Nagby, aforementioned, I mean, he's basically a winner wherever he goes. And yeah, I, it's just, it's hard to argue that. Uh, and Jossie Zardes, uh, he won't be available, but he is a big cog in their side and a reliable goal scorer for them uh, when he's available for them, of course. So alluding to that, into the injuries and availability report. Uh, out is Aiden Morris with a left knee injury. Out is Artur with a right hip. Out is Milton Valenzuela with a right thigh. Out is Vito Vermgur with a right thigh. And Luis Diaz on international duty. Jossie Zardes on international duty. Liam Frazier on international duty. And questionable is Josh Williams with the left ankle. Now for Atlanta, the obvious Four that are out on international duty in Guzan, Robinson, Bello, and Barco. And Mo Adams, he's out for two to three months with a quadriceps, quadriceps injury. And, of course, Hyman with a torn ACL and Ibarra with a lower body injury. But 
getting into the predicted starting 11 then. So I think, yeah, it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, obviously, you have to rotate just a little bit as well uh, over, you know, the kind of two-day rest. And, you know, it's going to be, I think, uh, just a little bit different. But I think it's going to be, of course, can between the sticks. Uh, I think Hernandez, yes, he did come off with a little bit of a cramp, but I think he might be able to retract in this match. Uh, yeah, you'll have Alan Franco and Anton Wax as the two center backs, and Mikey Ambrose, I think, comes in as that left back. Now, in uh, midfield, I think it kind of stays the same a little bit. Uh, it's kind of... Uh, you know, I can maybe see uh, maybe a uh, Hosetu coming in, but I think it's Sadich, I think it's Sosa, and I think it's Moreno in that midfield. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe Sadich uh, is dropped for Hosetu, as he did look, uh, you know, pretty dangerous as well when he came on. He was able to uh, play a little bit of link-up play between the lines. That really, I think, was sorely missed for the almost last, like, year and a half. But uh, yeah, getting into the forwards, I think actually it's going to be Brooks Lennon taking that right wing spot, Jake Mulraney in that left wing spot, and Joseph Martinez returns to the starting 11 for me. Uh, I think Jackson Conway got his start, yeah, uh, he got a few minutes, and well that's the thing, I, mean, I don't think he was all too convincing, he still got some things to work on, and I think Machop Chol as well. But uh, definitely those guys can come on and spell the guys that are starting. And wouldn't it be great to see a Joseph Martinez goal at the Benz? I think we're all clamoring for that. But uh, getting into some of the match facts, unfortunately, United have failed to win at nine of their last MLS matches. Uh, and Columbus have won their last three matches against LA United in all competitions. So this is, yeah, uh, like I said, a tall task. Uh, so let's get into the score predictions then. And, well, for me, I can see us losing this match, unfortunately. But I'm going to go with an optimistic 1-1 draw. Yeah, that means 10 games without a win. But I think a 1-1 draw would be quite a good result against the crew at home. I mean, yeah, we need to kind of uh, build on each kind of performance. And I think, uh, yeah, if we have a good performance here and a 1-1 result, I can deal with it. But guys, what do you think the score result is going to be? Let us know in the comments below. That pretty much wraps up the match preview and gets us to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, can Rob Valentino pretty much uh, win the head coach job? What do you guys think? Can he win the head coach job this season? I mean, obviously, we only have one match to go off from, but uh, yeah, let us know in the comments below. Of course, the team is looking to, you know, find a replacement, but, uh, you know, we'll see really how quickly they actually get it done and if they find the right guy as well in that sense. But guys, let us know in the comments below. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and a rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah!